Good morning and welcome to the prayer line. Man, today is January 5th, the first month, the um, fifth day of the year of 2022 of our Lord. Today is a day of grace and a day of favor, and we declare God's grace, and we declare God's favor on your life. Hey, this is Bishop, and thank you for coming on the prayer line this morning. I want to say good morning, first of all, to God the Father, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit who empowers us and leads us and guides us into all truth. I want to say good morning to all the intercessors on the line. Good morning to our church family, New Destiny Church, and any other church that's calling in from around the world. Good morning. Good morning you. Thank you for being on the prayer line. Good morning to every man and woman of God this morning. This morning we have with us, we'll be uh, sharing with us our prayer requests and praying over those prayer requests. And as you do so, let's be in agreement with her. And that is none other than Sister Tracy George. Sister Tracy, how are you this morning? Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. I'm well and more well. And I say good morning to you and to Adrian and everyone that's on the call this morning. Amen. <laughs> All right. Good morning and Happy New Year to you, too. You sound chipper. You sound happy, excited, blessed, prosperous, and enviable. That's what the Bible says when we're blessed, man. Folks, everybody not happy that you're blessed. And so, you know, I love it. I thank God when he do what he does in our lives. And so we have with us none other than Pastor Horatius Harris, with us this morning, all the way from Atlanta, by the way, of Charlotte. So, Pastor Harris, how are you doing this morning? I am doing great on, in this 2022 new year. Bishop, good morning to you and Lady Adrian and the whole family, all the new Destiny family. Good morning to you. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Well, good morning to you and First Lady we thank God for you all. Thank God for your family. Thank God for what you uh, offer to the body of Christ and the gift that you are in the body of Christ. And so we're not going to prolong our opening. I'm ready for the word. I'm ready for prayer. I'm ready for what God's going to do today. Today's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. And so, Father, we thank you for this is the day that you have made in it we shall rejoice and be glad. You said, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. And so, Father, we come to your throne room this morning. We come, Lord God, to the courts of heaven to seek your face, seek your will. And you said, Lord God, seek ye first the kingdom of God and your righteousness, and all things shall be added unto us. So, Father, we choose to put you you are number one priority. So have your way today. Have your way today. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Harris. Amen. Well, good morning again to everyone that is on the line. Uh, it is always customary to bring forth the word. But let me tell you why. Uh, anytime that you're getting ready to pray, the word needs to be the platform from which you launch your prayer. Your prayer needs to be based on the word. And I'm going to come from Genesis 32 this morning. I stand in the same vein that Bishop has been in uh, about an order and alignment. 
being aligned. And I'm going to go to Genesis 32. I'm going to start at verse 24. It's probably read two or three verses. It says, So Jacob was left alone, and a man came and wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he had not prevailed against Jacob, he touched his hip joint, and Jacob's hip was dislocated as he wrestled with him. Then he said, let me go, for day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you declare a blessing on me. So he asked him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with man and have prevailed. I want to talk this morning um, just simply about being in alignment. So Jacob had a dilemma. He was given an assignment, and he was wrestling with the assignment for which he was given. Matter of fact, if you read the verses before, you see he he was supposed to go in a certain direction. He sent his his wives and his servants. He he sent them over before, but then he came back by himself because he was wrestling with what he had to do. Now, he might have known that it was going to be tough for him, but he knew that it was an assignment that he needed to do. So it says Jacob was left alone. He was by himself. Many times when we are by ourselves, uh, we have such a tough time just dealing with some of the things that God and the situations that God has put us in. And as many of you on the line this morning, you feel like or you felt like in 2021, 2020, that you were left alone. And it's not because God wanted to leave you alone. It's because you kind of have put yourself in a situation where you needed to wrestle with God. And watch this. He didn't know he was wrestling with God. It says a man came. So the perception to him was here's this man who I'm wrestling with, but he didn't know it was really God. Let me stop right there for a second. There's many times that you may be wrestling with people. You could be wrestling with something they said. You know it was truth, but you didn't want to deal with the truth for which they shared. Many times you may be wrestling with something that Bishop said, and you know he heard of the Lord in order for you to do it and accomplish it, but you struggled with it. Watch this. So Jacob was put in a situation where he had to wrestle with what he was given to do. Watch this now. Anytime you wrestle with God, you're going to lose. <laughs> just, just know that, Right. Anytime you're going to wrestle with God, you're going to lose. But watch this now. Jacob had enough sense that if I'm going to lose, I need to get something out of the deal. I need to get something out of this wrestle. I need to get something out of this moment where I've had to struggle with the word that the Lord given me and performing that word and walking in what he's called me to do, though it may be tough. You may have been given a tough assignment in the past, and now you're struggling with how you're going to walk it out. But God says, 
I need you to be obedient because otherwise you're going to end up in a situation like Jacob. Watch this now. He, his name was changed from Jacob to Israel. Jacob, trickster, uh, supplanter, uh, you know, that person who's always, you know, love pranks <laughs> to Israel, the one who wrestled with God. Now, watch this. It's interesting that he said in verse 25, when the man saw that he had not prevailed against Jacob, he touched his hip joint, and Jacob's hip was dislocated as he wrestled with him. Watch this now. So let me just put it this way. Jacob's hip was out of alignment. Let me say that again. As he wrestled with God, his wrestling caused his hip to be out of alignment. Now watch this now. And so it affected his walk. Let me say that again. He wrestled with God, and God touched his hip joint, and it dislocated his hip, which means he couldn't put pressure on his hip as normal because God had caused him to be out of line. See, whenever you are wrestling with something that God has called you to do, you have run the risk of being out of alignment. And when you're out of alignment, you are not going to fulfill the fullness of what you want and you know God has called for you to do. So here's the thing. <clears throat> Though he wrestled with God, it says he prevailed. Because as, as the scripture goes on, he says, you know, he wrestled with God and he struggled and he prevailed in verse 28. But the, the, the struggle caused him to be, his hip to be out of alignment. But he held on long enough to realize where he made his mistake. He said, "You know what? I, I need, I need, I need a blessing. I need to, I need to get something out of this situation. And probably, if I would have obeyed him the way I was supposed to have obeyed him, which is to go see his brother Esau, then I would have not had to wrestle with God, and I still would have been blessed." So I'm sharing this with you this morning because this is the year where you need to be in alignment. Don't be like Jacob. It says he went on in verse 31. Now the sun rose on him, and he passed Penel, and he was limping because of his hip. Jacob, now Israel, was limping because he received his blessing. And the blessing was the shifting of who he was and the nature of who he was because he had the name change, but he still had to deal with the results of his disobedience. To wrestle with God in this situation. So he came out of the situation with a limp. But at the same time, he understood the assignment. He knew what he had to do. And he went on to perform that. And so therefore... This is not the year to be out of alignment. This is not the time to try to be rebellious. This is not the time to start, um, you know, just 
sowing bad seeds into areas where you know God hadn't called you to go in. This this is not the time for you to walk alone and be a lone ranger. This is a time where we have to come into alignment together because that is where the strength and power and the authority lies within the body of believers. I'm declaring over your life that you're going to be in alignment. So I was sharing this story with um, some people in the, in the ministry. I remember one time when I realized there was a, some water leaking up under my sink, and the water was coming onto my bathroom floor, and I had to go up under the sink to see what was going on. And what happened was the bottom pipe had shifted, and so therefore the water was just flowing down directly into my cabinets. And so when I looked and saw what was going on, something had shifted at the bottom of my cabinet and caused the pipe to be out of alignment. And since the pipe was out of alignment, the water didn't flow the way it was supposed to have flown. See, when you are out of alignment, you don't get the flow. When you're out of alignment, you don't get what you're supposed to get. When you're not properly connected, then there's nothing that can flow through you the way God desires for it to flow. And why are you struggling like that? You're going to struggle when you're out of alignment. You're going to be disappointed when you're out of alignment. But when you're in alignment, you're going to have peace. You're going to have joy. You're going to have strength and authority. You walk in power. You walk in grace. You walk in confidence. These are the things that comes with being in alignment. Though Jacob came out of the situation with a limp, he also came out with a new destiny of who he was. See, that's a good point to share. Some people think that because you, you pray, through a situation that God's going to remove the consequences. No, the consequences still are there because the decisions that we have made, but you still may come out with a blessing on top of that. But why go through the struggle? Why go through the strain? And I'm declaring that alignment is going to be your, your thing this year, that you're going to get in full alignment with what God wants to Let's pray. Father, alignment and being in alignment with what you desire, we don't want to have to struggle with you and contend with you. Even the people that we, you have put in our lives who you've given them a word for us, and that word may be a tough word. We don't want to contend with man not realizing that it's really you, God. So we thank you for giving us discernment to understand when it's you and when it's someone's flesh. Thank you for giving us the understanding that we can, you can see how you use other men and women to give us understanding, to give us leverage, to give us direction, to give us the assignment for which we are, are to be walking in. So, Father, I thank you for everyone that is on this prayer line this morning, that we're going to be in alignment with what you desire, 
And, Father, we realize that sometimes things can be a little bit tough, but it doesn't mean that we are out of your will. Sometimes it means that we're walking directly with what you desire, and we're working through the things that you've called us to do. I thank you for everyone that is on this line this morning. I thank you for the Smith family. I thank you for every family that is represented on this line this morning to call us to be in alignment because we know that you desire for us to walk and to flow with you, Father. No longer shall we be out of order. No longer shall we be in a place where we're walking alone, but we're walking together, walking in the power, in the power and the authority that you have given us. And we thank you that this is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be made glad in it because the alignment shall cause supernatural increase in our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus. We walk with power and authority and confidence whenever we are in alignment with you, and we thank you. There's strength in alignment. Father, you cause every joint to supply strength. You called us to strengthen one another, to be able to bolster one another, that we can walk and be strong in all that you've called us to do in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Praise God. We are aligning ourselves with God's will, God's way, with kingdom principles and kingdom protocols. It is so important to where we are to um, be perfectly aligned with God's plan for our life. We're going to come back and we'll unpack it a little bit more this morning before we bring it to an end. But at this time, we're going to have Sister Tracy George come with our prayer request. Sister Tracy. We have nine prayer requests this morning, and we are going to pray this morning that the Word of God will be aligned with the in this in the in this prayer and line up with the word of God that these people that are asking for prayers will line up with the word of God and be healed and set free in Jesus name. The first prayer request is from Richard Wiggum um, is asking for a divine healing and restoration in his life. Um, and so we say Father we send Psalms one oh seven and twenty over to Richard in the name of Jesus, to be healed and made whole. We pray that Jesus will become real in Richard's life. In the name of Jesus. Send laborers across his path, Father, in the name of Jesus. Anoint the doctors to heal. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, move through his life. In the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord God, that you will heal mom Shem, his mom, who is Shem, her name, her heart to be healed. In the name of Jesus, give her peace strength, and encouragement in the name of Jesus. We pray God's divine will be done in Courtney's life. Courtney is the person who is requesting prayer for her brother Richard and mom Shem. We pray that Courtney will seek the will of God for her life in the name of Jesus. Father, direct her path. We pray God's divine peace, healing, and success over her life in the name of Jesus. We pray that Courtney will spend quality time to study to prepare for her nurse practitioner's test. We pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you will anoint her, give her understanding of principles, methods, and tools needed in order to pass her test on the first try. In Jesus' name, O God. We pray, Lord God, Courtney is asking for a husband. 
So we pray that your perfect will be done in her life concerning a, a, a request for a husband. Psalms, one, Psalms 37 and 4 says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. And I, we pray, Lord God, that you, we pray Psalms 37 and 4 over Courtney in the area of requesting a husband. We pray, Lord God, Psalms 37 and 5, commit thy ways unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall, it, and he shall bring it to pass. And we pray that for Courtney right now in the name of Jesus. We pray over her family. We plead the blood of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus over her family's life. Amen. The next prayer request comes from Kenyatta Coldclaw. is asking for help in her new work position. She wants to excel and do well. So, Father God, we pray that no weapon formed against Kenyatta and her new workplace will prosper in the name of Jesus. Give her favor, peace, and anoint her to do her work in excellence and to do it well. We pray for God's favor to surround her like a shield in the name of Jesus, we pray. We pray, Lord God, for protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And we also pray for her family, O oh God, that you will protect and keep them as well in the name of Jesus. So, Father... We just thank you for this family. Give them grace and give them honor in Jesus' name. Our next prayer request comes from Benedette. Benedette is requesting prayer for her aunt Sharon, who's in the hospital with uh, uh, brain bleeding and fluid and kidneys and liver. Father, we just bless and glorify your name, O oh God, for this opportunity to pray for Sharon's aunt. We just ask you, Father, that you are the great redeemer. You are the great healer. We thank you, Father, that you are the healer. We're asking you, Holy Spirit, to move. Become real in uh, Sharon's aunt life in the name of Jesus. Woman of God, we pray you be healed and made whole in the mighty name of Jesus. Anoint the doctors to work on uh, Sharon's body. Holy Spirit, move in that hospital. Take over the doctors and the nurses in the hospital in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for total restoration and healing in uh, Sharon's life. The next prayer request comes from uh, for Dorothy Soul. Uh, she's asking for healing and restoration. She's had a, a mini stroke. Um, we're just asking you, Father, right now, we're requesting Holy Spirit move over Dorothy Soul's life. We're asking you, Father, that she be healed from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. In the name of Jesus, total healing and restoration over her life. We send the word of God to, to Dorothy right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you that there's no distance in prayer, and we thank you, Lord God. She's be healed right now in the name of Jesus. We praise your name, O oh God, and thank you. Lord, we just ask you first also that Dorothy, that Jesus will become real in Dorothy's life. We plead the blood of Jesus over her life. Holy Spirit, move. Heal her in the name of Jesus. Amen. The next prayer request is um, there's multiple, many prayer requests, but it's all prayers of healing for Lewis Williams, Pamela Brown, Denise Smith, Zavaya, Barbara, and Nair. And, uh, Father, we just bring these people before you. Lord, we know, Lord God, that you are the great physician. You are the healer. We send the word of God to these people. As you begin to move on their lives, oh God, Holy Spirit, move in the hospital, anoint the doctors, oh God. We just pray Psalms 107 and 20 to these families. In the name of Jesus, have your way, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord God. Nothing is too difficult for you. All things are possible for those that believe. So we stand and we agree and we believe for their healing and restoration in the mighty name of Jesus. 
We thank you, Father, that the Holy Spirit is the healer, and we thank you, Jesus, is the healer. Move in the name of Jesus over their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Amen. Wow. A lot of prayer requests this morning, you all. Nine prayer requests. And we just come in agreement with every prayer request this morning. And we declare they shall all become a praise report. And that's one of the things uh, we have to do. As we close the year down on um, watch night service, came into our first service on the second. And you heard in the message, God has called us to pray We are people of prayer, but we need to understand the power of prayer. As I said Sunday, the prayers of the saints are like rain. They're like rain. Rain causes the earth to yield its vegetation. It causes the earth to yield its fruit. And that's what our words do. We declare them by faith, believing what we say will come to pass, let me tell you something, it will come to pass. And so we thank God for Sister Tracy George and declaring the word of the Lord over our beloved um, church members and those that have sent their prayer requests in. So please send your prayer requests in so that we can come in agreement with you. Know that whatever battle you're fighting, you are not fighting that battle alone. You're not fighting that battle alone. This morning, Pastor Harris talked about alignment, and as we come into the year of restoration, it is important that we align ourselves with God, align ourselves with God. And he used a wonderful analogy of Jacob, and when you understand the story of Jacob and Esau and um, um, Isaac, it is a powerful, powerful, powerful story. And as he said, his name was um, supplanter, trickster, and all those things. But if if you will, when you man read your Bible, it, it, it just it's, it's, it's powerful. Um, but you have to read it with um, open uh, open heart and open eyes, so that the Holy Spirit can give you the revelation of truly what is going on. Uh, Jacob was set up from the beginning. It was a setup, and uh, Jacob was the son that Isaac didn't care for. He cared more for Esau than he did Jacob, and here's the reason why. Isaac, the father within himself, struggled with his own identity, and a lot of times, Parents' struggles find them their way to their children. And so Isaac struggled because Isaac had a brother. you got to remember who Isaac's father is. Isaac's father is Abraham. And so Abraham had a son before he gave birth to Isaac. Abraham's son whose name is Ishmael, was wild. He was one that hunted and, you know, masculine and all those things. Well, Isaac, if you will, was the miracle baby. Remember that? He's, he's Sarah and Abraham's miracle baby. So 
So, so, so Sarah babied him. He was very timid, and uh, and Sarah watched over him, and all these different types of things. And so that messed with Isaac because he wanted to be like Ishmael. So Isaac had this internal struggle within himself. And so when Isaac um, um, slept with his wife and they knew each other and conception took place, his internal struggle found its way to his seed. And they had twins. And then the twins, watch this now, in their identity, one was Isaac and the other was Ishmael. So Esau was wild. He 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 was a hunter. And that's who Isaac really loved, not Jacob. But God's plan, God's plan, notice who I said, God's plan was for the blessing to rest on Jacob not Esau. So God had the mother, had his mother um, be ready, if you will, that when it came upon a time when Isaac was old and ready to release the blessing, that the blessing was to go to Jacob and not Esau. And so now, Jacob, as Pastor Harris said, his life is, if you will, out of alignment. His life was difficult also because he's the same guy who, when he received the blessing, left home running from his brother and also being obedient to his parents, going to marry a woman in which, you know, they said he should marry, which was uh, uh, the mother's uncle's the mother's brother's daughter, the scripture says he came to a place and he took a rock and for a rock he turned it into a pillow. And the Bible says there he went to sleep and he dreamt of a ladder that extended to heaven and he said he saw angels ascending and descended, and he said that he found out God was in the place, and he didn't know it. God was in the midst of all the things that he was dealing with, and he didn't know it. Why did I go and tell you all that? Well, number one, Pastor Harris started all this. Then number two, I want you all on the phone to understand God is in the midst of your struggle. He's in the midst of your situation. You might not know it. So, I'm telling you, rest, know God is with you, and, hey, God has a major plan for your life. Before we end, we're going to come back to Pastor Harris, see if he has any closing remarks. Pastor Harris. That was awesome, Bishop. And um, and I just want to reiterate the, the point that you just made is that God is in the midst of the struggle, and he's there. And though you may be thinking you're wrestling with man, it could be God. You know the scripture that says, "Be careful that uh, how you contend with men, because you may be entertaining um, angels, because you never know how God's going to manifest." Because you do know God uses people to bless you, right? 
And so sometimes it may seem like the person who's coming into your life may be challenging you, but it may be God using them to take you to the next level. So I just wanted to say that, Bishop. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Thank you this morning because you, you got me all excited. And, and man, that, that's, that's it, man. But we may be entertaining, entertaining angels unawarely. And so we have to be aware of that. And that's why you have to be good to all men. You have to think well of all people. And so today as we uh, bring our time of prayer to a close, we're going to open the line and we're going to pray in the Spirit for a few moments. But let me tell you, have a blessed day today. Pastor Adrian and I, we declare that over you, that you will have a blessed day today. and God will give you traveling grace and traveling mercy to take you to your destination and back home safely. Listen, this is the year of restoration. But it's vitally important that we understand repentance precedes restoration. And it's vitally important through repentance we align ourselves with God. God is in the midst of your situation. Christ stands in the center of crisis as we go through them. Hey, make today great by making today count. This is Bishop. This is also uh, Pastor Harris, Sister Tracy George. We're signing off this morning. You all be blessed and look forward to seeing you or you seeing me, you seeing me in the empowerment service tonight. Amen? God bless you. Let us open the line.